everybody. Hello. It's us, Kayla. And Harrison. Here we are for Kayla and Harrison. Will not cease and desist. It will shut their dang mouths. Whichever you prefer. Yes. Um, I am excited about this episode because it's been a while. It has, like that stain song. It's been a while. <laughs> we're in um we're in harvesting season in Alaska. Uh-huh. Because of how the thaw mm. of the permafrost. <laughs> no, that's not what thaws. Anyway, we had to get some corn. I think corn. it's the mantle. We grow corn mm-hmm. and we had to harvest our corn. It's that's a where shucking we've been. nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> And all the other crops that we grow in Alaska, which are numerous, I assure you. Yeah. Anyway. And highly probable. I can't believe, Harrison, that we've gotten to this episode, and this is the first time that we've talked about this particular franchise. Yes. Because we talked about this franchise a lot in college. Yes. A lot. And since. And since. Guess what franchise it is. I'll give you a minute. It's the damn ass X-Men. X-Men. <laughs> Woo! Here to save the day. Yay! But not quite. Um Here to toil. Better than the Avengers self. just recently did. Reference. Spoiler. Oh shit. Yeah, but don't worry, I didn't say anything specific. That's fine. Just that they didn't do a good job. From what I hear, I haven't seen the movie. I liked it. I haven't seen it. I just read the whole plot synopsis on Wikipedia. Why? <laughs> because I saved myself 15 doll hairs. Well, that's and, true. And I have Movie grief. Pass. Shout out Movie Pass. Oh, right. Oh. Movie Pass is the best in the world. Here's our advertisement for Movie Pass. I still haven't Pay done Movie Pass. dollars a month and see four movies a month. Now that one like. Each <laughs> literally a dozen people have told me that Movie Pass is legitimate and not some sort of scheme that I don't understand. I should do Movie Pass. Yes, Movie Pass. Because Sponsor I thought us. it was a scheme I just didn't understand for a long time. I saw Deadpool 2 and Avengers. On your Movie, movie pass. pass? It is true. I'm going to attach my mic to Hellboy. Ron, that's right. Ron Perlman is in the studio. Yep. Here he is. Um, so, some of you may be asking, why did we start the X-Men franchise on the last film in the franchise which is a lie because logan came out after well logan is we can talk about that another time but i don't want to get angry right now i love logan it's the best superhero movie that ever got made yes logan the movie i agree with okay oh Um, right i forgot okay that's gonna come up i hate fox so much let's just start the podcast off by saying i hate fox fox sucks I'll never forgive they Fox ruined for X-Men. that 24 hours when they when Brooklyn Nine-Nine was canceled. That was a very traumatic 24 hours for me. They also canceled Arrested Development when it was first airing. That's true. And also The Last Man on Earth. So I'm not going to get any closure there. No. <sighs> mm. Fox, fuck Wh- you. What are you doing? Anyway, the movie we're talking about today is X-Men Apocalypse. Which I like to call X-Men 3 2. <laughs> But for real, what number is this? We actually, Michael is here. He's not, he's he's determined that he's not a special mm. guest. Just he, because you fell asleep during the movie, we all, our souls all fell asleep. I fell asleep during the movie. I cannot opine critically. Don't say opine. I cannot opine. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, it would be wrong. I can, I can speak about the first 20 minutes and the last 20 minutes. But this movie was what, two hours and 10? So there's a lot that I uh, I can't talk about. I 
I dreamed things, though. I can talk about those things, but I can't talk why about the movie. Don't, why don't you just do this? Why don't you just give us an introduction, a, synop- a general synopsis. All right. Of what happened in the film? From someone who's been... From someone... Like a description. Like, it doesn't even have to be... Here's what happened in X-Men 3, 2, Apocalypse. Um, there's a voiceover at the beginning <laughs> while the pyramids are being built. By one pyramid. A single pyramid is being built. And then Apocalypse gets buried deep underground. And then uh, Professor X shows up and Cyclops is like, I don't want to open my eyes. <laughs> and he's like, open your eyes. Don't worry about it. And then he's like, okay. And then he does that. And then he blows apart Professor X's favorite tree. And Professor X says, that tree was my favorite tree. I used to swing from it. And then Cyclops is like, are you mad? And he's like, not even close. I'm not mad. And then I fell asleep. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, think, I think other things happened as well. I woke up at the end. There was a fight happening. Um, it seemed like good prevailed. At what cost, I'm not sure, because it seemed as though uh, an entire city was leveled. But I think that's, you know, that's all right. That's, uh, that's Why many cities? Many cities? The whole world? I guess the movie's called Apocalypse, though. So I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. Well, I kind of forgot when I woke up. I was like, what's happening? Where am I? Oh, like, it's the apocalypse. So I think th- I, I kind of was like more of a civilian in this film. Like, I, I played the part of an extra. I wasn't really watching. I was not participating in the narrative. I experienced the trauma, so As we all that's uh, yeah. But that—that's all I got, really. I don't know. That's—that's that's my uh, perception. <laughs> that was great. I appreciated it. I also the first time I watched this, it was on an airplane, Ooh. and I—I I don't know if I fell asleep or arrived at my destination, but I had only seen the first half of this film. I feel like the end of this movie, everyone arrives at their destination. Which whoa, really whoa, whoa! To say fuck off to this movie. <laughs> Actually, wait, I was awake during, there's a, Wolverine pops up at one point. I was awake for that. Of course I was awake were. for that. I heard Wolverine, I woke up. I woke up, I was like, where's Wolverine? Incorrect. What you heard was, what was I saying last night? All sleepy and crazy? I don't know. You were like, Wolverine or something oh, no. like that? Uh, oh, no, no, no. What were you saying? Wolverine. 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 <laughs> That's a better character. Yeah. Wolverine. Like, automatically. Wolverine is the name of, yeah. the true name of Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> So this film is actually the ninth. The, the ninth. Did you just look that up? I did. It's the first one. Harrison's being our own intern. Yeah, good job, Michael. Because someone in here is not. Look, fell asleep, but I think that Cyclops should just open his eyes. Open your eyes, Cyclops. Oh, and that's, destroy the that's whole beautiful. world. Open your eyes. That should have been the, the, the tagline for the movie. <laughs> open your eyes, Cyclops. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so this movie, <laughs> um, I'm, let me start by saying that when I was younger, I loved Loved, loved, loved the first two X-Men films. Loved them. Obsessed with them, I was. I thought X-Men 2, X-Men United was, like, just the best. I loved Nightcrawler. I loved Storm and Nightcrawler's thing in that whole movie. That's, like, really my main takeaway. I shipped them so hard, young Kayla. Um, And I just loved it. I thought it was amazing. And then the third one comes out. And I was young, but not too young to understand that it was such horrible nonsense. Mm-hmm. Terrible, horrible, monstrous nonsense. So when they rebooted it with, what's the first one called? First Cast. Or wait, First, first class. class. First Cask. It's about, um, <laughs> it's about Wolverine starting a brewery. Brewer. <laughs> <laughs> X-Men First Class, I don't think I watched it for a long time because I was like, fool me once, X-Men. I Are you going to fool me twice? 
So it took me years to watch it. It took you. It took years until they fooled you twice with <laughs> X Men Three. Well, because I well X Men One Two Two. I <laughs> I don't. I actually think you I should saw really name movies. That the be buzz job. about X Men Two Two, which is Days X of Future Past, mm -hmm. was very good. So I was like, well, now I have to watch X Men First Class, and I did, and it was all right, kind of forgettable. For example, I don't remember anything that happens in it. They crash a plane. Even though they review it so much in, in X-Men 3, 2. Yeah. I keep forgetting the tagline name. Apocalypse? Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, X, uh, Days of Future Past was freaking legitimate, though. That is a good film. It is a, okay. I will. Michael, <clears throat> for someone who said that they didn't want to owe oh, Juniper or whatever, let me, coming here a lot. Let me tell you this. Let me, uh, <laughs> let me tell you this. I watched Days of Future Past. Yeah. That's a movie. It's a pretty good film. Wolverine's butt. That's what that movie's all about. You guys remember Wolverine's butt? Uh, the other thing I wanted to say, I just want to dial this back for a second. In X Men Two, are, is Storm and Nightcrawler are they a thing? Okay. Are they a, th I don't think are they a, thing? a thing? Is that what United X is? X Two, X Men United. Says one romantic thing to her. What did you say? I would gladly let you guys know what it is. Here it is. Please tell us. <coughs> Shut up. This is how I got Michael. <laughs> this is, this is how I got him. I looked deep yeah. into his eyes and in a German accent that I can't do. I said, you're too beautiful to have so much hate. Who says that to who? Nightcrawler says that to Storm. Oh, wow. And wow. I. How'd she respond? I think, um, I don't remember. Because is that not like, he's like, you should smile more. Like, you know. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> shit. And she's like, look at Will Vern's butt over there. Michael that is busting this I don't open. remember that movie. <laughs> I don't know what to I really don't think there's a romantic item at all in that movie. I just think that young Kayla took that line mm. to the moon. I like it. I like it. <laughs> and was like, they're in love forever, they're married. And I probably walked around my middle school telling everyone that Nightcrawler and Storm are married because that's how you are in middle school. Right, right. Right? Fake news. I, I don't remember that, but I, I, I believe that. I don't think I've seen that movie in a long time. I don't time. even remember the plot of that movie other than how much I was into Storm and Nightcrawler. I remember this guy named Stryker. Assassinate a president, and then there's a child with a large brain who mm. takes over Professor X and makes him think that he's crazy. And then mm. something about Are you sure that's the second one? Alkali Lake and Jean Grey dies, which is why I don't. No, like no, 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 that's the third one, isn't it? Yeah. Jean oh. Grey dies at the end. I remember they that. revisit Alkali Lake in the third one to resurrect. Yeah. Well, where the Phoenix resurrects her, and then Cyclops is killed in the first like, minute and a half. And oh, Wolverine, God. once again, is our fucking hero. <laughs> Gag me with a fucking spoon. When you say Wolverine, do you mean Wolverine? I yes. mean Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine. If his name was Wolverine, maybe his character arch would be more compelling, and I would give a shit about this fucking plastic, flat character that is Wolverine. We're talking yeah. a lot about a character who's not even really in the movie. Okay, yes. Let me just get it out, though. <laughs> Old man Wolverine. Fuck Wolverine. Wolverine. <clears throat> Here you go. Take help. Not so Logan. Not the movie Logan. Uh-huh. That's fine. <laughs> it's still Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, which is not Wolverine. It's like Fox's sexy what is your version of Fine. We're not going to get away from this. Harrison, <laughs> what is your freaking damage about my best friend, Wolverine? Please. Wolverine is a piece of shit. Why? And a flat character. Uh, because Wolverine about? is not sexy. He's not a tall supermodel with abs and great coiffed hair. You're, he, your argument is reminding me a lot of Professor Who Shall Not Be Named argument to us. Uh, I don't see, uh, I don't think so because listeners, it's canon. List, listeners, let me explain a story to you, and you be the judge of whether or not Harrison is just parodying this dumb argument. 
that a professor who we will not name. X. Professor X. Professor X. X2. Oh, no, don't give him that. Professor X32. <laughs> okay, I'll give him that. You can three two. No, he's just Professor X3. Okay, Professor X3. Um, <laughs> over. I don't even know that he was a part of our conversation, but Harrison and I were discussing X-Men once in a, in, a, in, a, in a class. But keep in mind that we went to film school, so mm -hmm. it's not like we were being off-topic, for the record. No, that's true. Yeah, right? Anyway. Um, we probably <laughs> were. All well, things considered, we did just argue about X-Men all the time while everyone else was trying to discuss the films we were I don't remember specifically what we were talking about. I was probably sharing all of my Storm Nightcrawler fan fiction, mm. which I don't actually have. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> it is true. I would know. And I would have horrible shame about it. Anyway. <laughs> and our, our Professor X3 kind of butts into this conversation, and he says that um, he hates the X-Men franchise. And now at this point, we just had the first three original timeline timeline x-men do you okay i don't know but when he was discussing the franchise he was mostly talking about x-men one the one with rogue mm -hmm. and x-men two x-men united mostly and possibly the last stand i don't remember uh if only we had an intern to look dates that up came for out us. in high school i remember it was x-men three came out in high I school i watched in theaters and i knew it needed a bridge i remember being like that's what you took away from that movie. Well, I don't, I don't watch movies well. <laughs> <laughs> it came out in 2006, so yes. Okay, so class. we had already, okay. And this is probably, this conversation I'm talking about was probably 2008-ish, or 2009. 2009. Right? I don't know, yeah, whenever we, we were, were in seniors. college. 2008, I, don't I don't know. It doesn't matter. The well, point here is it. that the professor is like, you know, I really hate the X-Men movies. And we were like, oh, why? And he was like, well, because I'm a big X-Men comic fan. And it's like, granted, okay, continue. And he's like, <laughs> he goes, well, it's really obvious that a gay man directed them. Oh. And there was a split second where I was excited that we were going to talk about, you know, the allegory of, 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 of mutants, you know, being an allegory for being a sexual minority. Mm. Oh, you can change yourself. Oh, you can repress yourself, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but instead, he goes, because it completely lacks the male gaze. Is that what he's like? He was like, the women in those films are so unsexy, and the men are really sexy. You could just tell a gay man did it, and it's not for me. It's not for straight men. And I hate it, because X-Men is for straight men. You know, there's not enough for straight men, actually. <laughs> yeah. You know, Do you, really and I'm not really, I'm not exaggerating this conversation. I mean, I know it's been many years. Yeah, At no, least 10 he years. He sounded like a total incel when he was having this conversation. Oh, and now... Readers, I just learned that readers, listeners, <laughs> I just learned this term. Incel stands for involuntary celibate, and it's what douchebags call themselves when they want to have sex, but they're douchebags, hey, and no one will have sex with them, so they're quote so unquote involuntary. Yeah, have you heard this, Michael? No, like, what does that mean? Incel, it's like, it's like, it's not, it's not my fault. Like, it's not my fault. All, all the women I want to have sex with are just like horrible. That's oh, what they yeah. think. They call themselves incel. They call them. They out themselves as someone who's not having sex. Which is number one, what are you doing? Yeah. Number two, get over yourself. Also, I'm not, to get back to our conversation about how I'm being compared to this person, uh -huh. oh, I'm awkward. not saying that, I'm not agreeing with anything that he's saying. I'm uh -huh. saying. It sounds like Wolverine. the same argument. I don't think it is because, hear me out. 
<laughs> X-Men was made to be a franchise that surrounds itself with the Wolverine character. He is the thread that connects literally every single movie, even if it's just a cameo. That's true. X-Men's not about Wolverine. Like, if they wanted to make a Wolverine movie and they wanted to stylize him in this way and everything else fell around him, that would be great. But give us a fucking X-Men film that's about the X-Men. Like, they have never done that. You just think he's overplayed, then? I think he's way overused. He's a crutch for this series and everything. He's like the Robert Downey Jr. of X-Men, except Robert Downey Jr. is actually good as Iron Man. Well, I think Hugh Jackman is great as Wolverine, and I think what you're picking up on, this, this hyper-masculinity and, like, um, like, the kind of fashion of this particular Wolverine is because when they first hired him, remember all the slack that they got because he's, oh, he's a Broadway person. He's like a dancer. He can't be Wolverine. I don't remember that. That was totally... I'm not... Everyone's looking at me like I'm crazy, but if you look it up, when, when Wolverine was first cast as Hugh Jackman, there was all this, like, buzz about how, oh, he's too feminine, he's too small to be Wolverine. What? Hugh Jackman's yeah, huge. I, he got huge for this part. He but he didn't smaller. get taller. No, he he's not... <laughs> he got taller for the part. He's, he's like not a, tall. He's like a big character in this he, movie. I, I know, but he's not. As a human being, Hugh Jackman is not a tall man. Right, but they made him huge for this film. So I'm not criticizing Hugh Jackman as an actor. I think he's a great actor. I'm criticizing that characterization of Wolverine because it is not... And we're talking about looks or personality? In terms of the character? I think his personality is pretty spot on for Wolverine. So I just don't... Then who cares what he looks like? I gotta say... I just think that that's... The whole thing is like... His bitterness comes from how he's treated based on his looks. So if they take that away and he's like this strong, like okay. he's basically 007 now. Like well, actually, I can understand that in terms of like we always say with Spider-Man. I was just thinking, yeah. Peter Parker is always like, I'm a huge nerd, and I bought it when it was when it was Tobey Maguire. Right. Because that guy looks like a nerd, and he acts like an awkward Person. weirdo. <laughs> that guy looks like a nerd. Like that scene <laughs> when we just recently rewatched it, and there's that scene where Mary Jane's like, "Thanks for catching my food," and he just right. stares at her for like a solid minute. With yes. his mouth kind of open. Like, okay, I believe you, Peter Parker. And then we get Andrew Garfield walking around his school like a fucking supermodel. And we're supposed to expect, he's right. supposed to be the same level of awkward nerd. It's torture. Well, it reminded me, I think that with Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, he was kind of channeling like the Steve Ditko Spider-Man illustrations from the beginning where he looks um, very, he looks very not cool. Yeah, and then they switched to illustrators and I can't remember who it is, but then all of a sudden everybody cooler looking and everything mm -hmm. so I, that's kind of what I always thought I love Tom Holland though. I think he uh, does uh, I don't know yeah, I think he's a great I think he's a great Spider-Man I don't um, think that Wolverine is a bad right. or I don't think that Hugh Jackman is a bad Wolverine right. I think that they built up a franchise around his version of Wolverine which is right. hopefully going to be retconned they should have called him Wolverine and then it would be I know right <laughs> I we also all can think love Wolverine <laughs> yes I also just think it plays into so many other story arcs that, like, obviously they weren't able to continue. But the whole, like, Jean Grey love interest, like, it made more sense in the comics when she was, like, weirdly attracted. Like, it, there was some sort of disconnect that occurred. Whereas in this, you're like, oh, I totally believe that she would fall in love with this, like, person who she views as, like, a huge hunk. Mm -hmm. I also don't believe that anyone in these movies is unattractive. Like, so Professor XXX argument... <laughs> Is like null and void because I don't think, I, I just don't believe that any of these people are unsexy. Like, mm -hmm. I think they're, you know. Well, plus, it's an insane argument to make. 
Well, yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, yeah, because I think I, I think I might have said something to him at the time, like, have you ever, like, seen Halle Berry? Oh, I think I did say that, because he was like, you wouldn't understand, you're a woman. And yeah, I was like, thanks uh, for assuming I'm straight, which I'm not. And then that was a whole thing, because I'm sure he doesn't believe bisexuality is real, because he just seems like the type to think that. I just don't, I don't understand know. in what world I'm dumping on him a lot, and I hope he's listening. <laughs> well, like, I understand think on your sins, Professor X3. He saw one movie. You told a young queer woman that a film was too gay, and it made it unwatchable for you, a straight man, and the implication was there wasn't enough for you. And, you saw and you're a film professor, Professor X3. <laughs> Teaching other students. Teaching other young people. You saw the, the one movie that was made that did not have a heterosexual Plus, there aren't, I mean, in terms of, well, we're, we're talking about, like, X-Men and, like, a metaphor. Are there any characters who are explicitly not straight in X-Men? Uh, in the not movies, not I mean, in the film franchise, no. Even Deadpool, right? Is, well, know, yeah, well, yeah, is, okay. I mean, Because so. Deadpool is, is, is pansexual, and we, we still, two movies in, and we no don't. No mention of it. No so. mention of it. And there are gay X-Men, and Mystique but is, is canonly bisexual, right. but that has literally never come up. Um, that's the, in the that's, movies. That's, I mean, uh, if I'm mistaken, I don't know they never bring it up. Mystique is 100% bisexual. That's that's canon. So yeah, yeah I didn't know that was canon. So really? I also yeah. think that it. Didn't know that. Yeah, I also think back to Wolverine, who I hate, hate this depiction so much. <laughs> um, I think that because of his sex appeal, Fox has let that dictate other characters that they introduce because they don't want his sex appeal being taken away from. Like the main reason they never introduced a Gambit was because they said that he was gonna compete with Hugh Jackman being the main lead. Didn't we get a Gambit in one of the offshoots? Yes, and it, it was terrible, I mean it was worse than X3, it was X-Men or Origins Wolverine. Yeah, I never saw that. Which was like, here you go, Hugh Jackman, here's your own fucking film where you can just fuck up everyone it's fine, and then we'll get you back into the franchise <laughs> with the new X one, two, and three, part two. Goobity cop. Anyway, back to X Men Apocalypse. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, Wolverine's not in the whole film. But he is in part of it. And, I and saw that part. he gets to use his rampage move, which is fine, whatever. <laughs> with your sexy abs running around killing people, we get there, it. You know what's funny about X Men Apocalypse is that I'm having a hard time viewing it as one whole piece. Did you fall asleep during it? No, yeah. I, d I actually did not. I just, I think I think it speaks to the kind of, like you were saying last night, that the writing, the dialogue in this film is not great. No, it's terrible. And it is inarguably not great. I mean. Learning. Every time someone said something, it was like, you weren't sure what, what to have them say, were you? Yeah. That doesn't really make sense. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, I, I'm having trouble. It wasn't very cohesive. It seems like there were a lot of different elements that I enjoyed, but then as a whole, it was unremarkable. Mm -hmm. I also think that this, so Brian, let's just say like specifically Brian Singer's version of X-Men, mm -hmm. he's had a very hard time trying to ground it in reality. So like the first X-Men was like raw, mm -hmm. like that was like the new vision of superheroes. And it, for Fox, it was like, Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna ground it in reality. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not wearing their yellow spandex. They're wearing like black, sort of fighter pilot suits. Yeah. Like all of it felt very much 
Like, he was trying to pull a Dark Knight, essentially, or whatever, a Christopher but Nolan But way pre-Dark Knight. Right. But I think the strengths of Brian Singer are as follows. Yes. Featuring his actors, excellent physiques. A.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> the homosexual gaze. Yeah. <laughs> only the homosexuals can, can appreciate <clears throat> the good body of anyone other than a cisgender female. Exactly. Yes. And hair and makeup. Uh-huh. And letting a story fall apart. <laughs> Those are the things that Brian Singer is capable of doing. Granted. Um, I mean, you're not wrong. I think that Days of Future Past was maybe his most successful film. Because uh-huh. he fixed up, he fixed everything that was fucked up. It was like in a nice, tidy package. I still think the whole flashback was the bulk of the movie, which is like fine, but that's mm-hmm. to discredit all of the new characters who are in the future, which really sucks because X-Men never progresses past like introducing the main characters and their arc. And then a bunch of nonsense. Right. And now we're so it's so convoluted because we're so far into the post apocalypse like every movie is about an apocalypse essentially. Oh, and it's exhausting. And I will say that's actually why I didn't even bother to see Infinity Wars. Because every film can't be the end of the damn world. Yeah. That's actually another reason why you should see Spider-Man Homecoming. Because it's not the end of the world. Yeah. But it's still a good, solid film with high stakes. That's the problem. I think these people who are making these end-of-the-world movies thinks that the stakes are so high, you have to raise them to the end of the world. Yeah. Or else there are no stakes in your film. And that's not true. Well, and granted, I mean, it is X-Men Apocalypse. Like, that's the theme of the movie. Yeah, but the guy's name is Apocalypse. Well, his name is Insubar. They call him Apocalypse in this movie. It's sort of like how everyone calls Hellboy among Unrama, which is a joke. No one calls Apocalypse that thing you just said. Well, everyone in the movie does. (laughs) Because Brian Singer tried to ground it in reality, (laughs) which is insane. If you want to have X-Men, you have to acknowledge that they're going to leave the planet, (laughs) etc. So then, okay, yeah, and this is all kind of in keeping in my feelings. Like, there are things in this movie that I like a lot. I like the new Nightcrawler. The young man who plays Nightcrawler did an awesome job. I think all the young X-Men are great. Yeah, they are. Um, Jubilee's Unfortunately, Jubilee is in, like, two seconds Classic of the whole film. Classic Brian Singer. He did the same thing to her in the first one and the second one. Why does no one like Jubilee? Jubilee was in a movie. Yeah. Brian Singer just doesn't like Jubilee. She was was in, um... This Jubilee? Jubilee. I can I can name you yeah that Jubilee that's She's cute. In the movie, um, two two instances Jubilee's in it. Like at one point, when um, when Scott Summers interrupts a class, she's trying to answer a question a la Hermione Granger. She's like, oh, I'm Jubilee and I know the answer to the question. And then later when they go to the mall and see Star Wars, she's with them. Just they see Star Wars. Don't they? Mm-hmm. They see the Last Jedi and then wow. they make some insular joke about how the third one is always the worst. Which was funny. Wait, this is yes. Return of the... Oh, wait a minute. Return wait, of the... Wait, 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 wait. What? This blew my own mind. This movie takes place in the 80s, right? Yeah. Oh my god, I should have stayed awake, though. <laughs> 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 Michael also, didn't know the whole movie happened in the 80s. Apparently, there was a lot more... Originally, when they filmed this, there was a lot more focus on, like, the X-Men's relationship with one another, which I think is the biggest thing. And I told Michael and I had like a four-hour long conversation about this yesterday. While I was napping. The theme of this podcast is that me and Michael can't stay awake independently of each other. And I can never sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So we were having a conversation about how... uh, Where was I going with this? (laughs) I just fell asleep in the middle of my sentence. (laughs) I never sleep. Um, 
we were talking about X-Men. Uh, <laughs> Man, we had, oh, something about Jubilee? I don't know. Babies. Oh, right. Uh, about, they never focus on the team aspect of the movie. We never get to see the X-Men building a team until the fucking last scene of the movie, which is less than a minute long, featuring them getting ready to fight Sentinels. That was pretty awesome. It was awesome, but give us a fucking movie of that. Give us a movie where they're building their relationships, where they're out at the mall, where they're normal people, because they are, who just happen to be mutants. Like, if the whole thing is about them being treated equally or normally as whatever metaphor it takes on today, as opposed to when it was written in, in comic form, you know, like... Yes. Give us that. You know what the message of this film was? It's that... The hair and makeup team watched Power Rangers movies, such as the one with Ivan Ooze, and oh. they recreated him on the screen in Apocalypse, who, mind you, is the most badass villain in the X-Men canon, who, who can Apocalypse never be defeated. Ivan Ooze. Ivan Apocalypse. Badass villain. <laughs> and they reduced him to a little tiny Oscar Isaac. Oh, don't you dare say that Oscar Isaac isn't manly enough. <laughs> To be apocalypse. That's not what I'm saying. Professor I'm saying X3. physically in this movie he is very small compared to all the other people. He's oh, supposed to be this he's, like he's monstrous. He's supposed to get big like Gigantor or whatever. Sure. Did I just Gigantor. make up a character? Is there a character? <laughs> he's uh, Ivan Ooze's best friend. Yes. <laughs> they go way back, they go way back. to ancient Egypt. <laughs> I want to amend something real quick. Okay. I mentioned earlier I was like Spider-Man, Steve Ditko, and the next and I said uh, the next artist doing it differently. The next guy is John Romita, and he so he drew like Peter because Peter Parker became like this. And Ooh, sultry. He became more sultry. Yeah, and like the original Ooh, little, uh, Peter Parker was a lot little like motorcycle. <laughs> Gross. Like glasses. I don't know. I was you into it I mean? until you said that. Steve Ditko drew him like he was uh, uncomfortable in his own skin. You know? John, Romita, John Romita drew him more like into Dark Arrow stuff. The other thing is I've, I've been looking up uh, pictures of Wolverine from the 90s. Like from the comic books. I don't know. Little hunky. I'm not going to lie. Oh, Harrison. I just typed in Wolverine 90s. I'm so mad. And I got some pictures. Michael, you should search Storm slash Nightcrawler. I will next. So that can be the picture for this, even though we're talking about a film. But here's Spider Man. Oh, dang. This is like. It's not that he's not muscular. It's that he's a short, grunty, angry at the world man. Just for my own edification, would you please Google the tallness? Yes, that's the word. Height, not tallness. Hugh Jackman tallness. Was Hugh Jackman on stilts in Wolverine? That's the. I just typed in Hugh Jackman. Immediately forgot what I was doing. Hugh Jackman height. Height. Leaf has come again. Six two. I'm five. Oh shit, he's six two. He's supposed to. Well, the hell he is. Oh, Hold on, Apple shout out. Hey Siri, how tall is Wolverine? Oh, now you don't want to work. Wolverine's oh my, well, I can't believe you, Jackman six two. Um, I'm shocked. Believe it or not. Believe my, it or not. The world beneath me has begun to crumble. Believe it or not. Uh, Why did I think he was short? According to Marvel because Comics, Wolverine's Wolverine is only short? five three, but Hugh Jackman is six two. Okay, all right. That's according to the internet. Uh, well, well damn. Five, three. I stand corrected. Hugh Jackman is six three. I'm not making up that stuff about how everyone thought he was like too weak and burly. Oh my god, Wolverine. Uh, I don't know, but here's a picture of comic book Wolverine standing next to Hugh Jackman Wolverine, and uh, there is about a foot, I would say, difference. Although the one person is drawn, and the other person is <laughs> <laughs> one is animated, one is and <laughs> one is covered in oil. 
Um, um, so, <laughs> so, no, I was going to say the point of, of this film, X-Men 3-2, X-Men Apocalypse, is get the hell out of your mom's basement. Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Who, who was I, the coolest component of the movie. So, oh my God. Evan Peters is so good as Quicksilver. Whoever that dude they got to be in the other Marvel movies who was also Quicksilver. Can just fuck right could off. Could just fuck right off. Because Evan Peters is such a good Quicksilver. Side note, how does Elizabeth Olsen lose her accent in one movie? Oh my god, I'm so done with Avengers anything, so I don't even know. Back to X-Men Apocalypse. I have some Wolverine (laughs) info. Oh, please. Tell us. So, evidently there's a conscious decision to cast him against character. This thing, I don't know where it's coming from, but what it says is that, that thing... Uh, during an interview, X-Men producer Warren Donner recalled why Singer decided Jackman was the man to play Logan in X-Men. One, quote, he was a lot taller than the character, and Brian wasn't sure if he was the right guy. But then they sent him to Toronto, and he went and met Anna Paquin. Someone on the crew said, not just said, I guess yelled, wow, that's Wolverine. So that <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. I think that's of, cute. Um, quite a bit of. And then here's the next thing. Some uh, non-casting person was like, that's Wolverine! <laughs> and literally, they made him Wolverine. That's what you're telling me. Oh my fucking God, I hate said, this franchise. Uh, they said during the, um, when it came to the standalone, The Wolverine, um, Darren Aronofsky was originally supposed to direct it. And they said that he wanted him to gain a lot of weight, basically. Hugh Jackman says, I was 190, something like that. I don't know how much I want to give away about it, but Darren Aronofsky said that the last one, Hey, you looked great, but you're so tall that in those long shots you look kind of like Clint Eastwood, and that's not Wolverine. Wolverine, the comics is powerful, stocky, you know, he's short and thick. So he said, I want you to go there and get bigger. And I guess, you know, you can see because in the, the second Wolverine movie, he get his, he like bulks up considerably. Yeah. And then, you know, in the newest movies, he's like, like in Jason for Best, he's like, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, he's, I feel like I am his skeleton, basically. Because <laughs> he, he put on so much muscle, muscle weight. Uh, but anyway, uh, I love Logan so much. I, I love Logan so much. much. <laughs> Should we watch that next and then talk about it? Should this no, I need a break from X Men after this because oh, okay. I am so like emotional. We're all, by the way, laying down. Tired of this I'm not, I'm franchise. Oh, Michael's sitting up. He can't Let me lay tell down because okay. I'm literally lying. Like, let's bring it back. Okay. Let's bring it back. Okay. What will it take? Yes. What will it take for us to get an X Men worthy of X Men? How do we get an Avengers of X Men? Stop saying that. How do we get a How do we get a Marvel Studios X Men? How do we get a Logan of X Men? Is a better thing to say. I don't know that I want X Men to be that like depressing and dark. I don't think it is. Oh God! Like I think Logan was really good as a standalone film. I hope it does not get a sequel. I think it was good enough. Uh, I believe they are working on a sequel. Yeah. Well, of course they are. You know, My point I, is... No, it needs to be better than Avengers. I'm so over the Avengers. What? I, I don't know. I like all of them better, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm in a sequel. I'm over <laughs> right it. Now, I'm over today. it. But, you know, I, I thought Disney Marvel is, is going to think is going to gobble up X-Men. If they wanna well, they have to do something. They have to fix it. I feel it. like they're, they're going to... If they hire Wolverine, if they hire Wolverine, it's the if they hire Hugh Jackman, it's the nail in the cast. Wolverine! They, I, um, I would like... I wouldn't mind a Logan sequel... Can we do a, uh, that was a complete, like. Maybe but it wouldn't be called Logan. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be called Logan Two because there would be no Logan. Sorry for the spoiler for Logan. Well, no one cares. What are you saying? I'm. I for one, everyone was crying in the theater. Yeah, because it was. Can beautiful. I just say I it did? It was beautiful. I did a fucking 
standing slow clap a la like Citizen Kane. I stood up slowly in the theater and started clapping when Logan finally let out his last on-screen breath. I was, I celebrated. Harrison, don't you dare sully that beautiful moment. I, I cried. I cried. That beautiful. And then I cried. I mean, I was sad when Caliban died. I don't know. I cried twice. When she, spoiler alert, when she tilts the cross as an X, I was like shaking. Like, you know when you cry and you're shaking? Yeah. You mean like right now when I'm exactly. remembering the end of the You mean like you mean like last night when we watched X Men Apocalypse? Everyone shut up! Michael, remember how you read the thing and then the thing and then the guy who made Logan was like, "There's that part in the other movie where he said like the the old oh yeah yeah in, in X Men in Wolverine two, uh, the Wolverine. There's a part where it's like you'll die with your heart in your hand, and in Logan the prophecy comes true. He dies with the little girl in his arms. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. She's crying and shaking. That's how hard she's crying. Well, I cried when I saw Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse. I, I bet you did. I was like, that's Apocalypse? Also, what is all this bullshit about, oh, my God, pyramids falling in and these stupid poor horsemen protecting them in a little cocoon? One of them <clears throat> also, how did Moira McTaggart survive that massive explosion that she crawled out of when Apocalypse caved in the whole fucking thing. I don't know, Harrison. <laughs> was that was that in the beginning? Yeah. yeah, she just casually like walked out of the little cave. She's fine. She's good. Meanwhile, everyone else is literally crushed inside and the city collapses. You know, it's all about location. Where are you standing? <laughs> I hate this movie. <laughs> Which brings us to our rating. Oh, yeah. Have we surmised the film well enough? Let's oh, yeah. take a step back. We mostly talked talk about other it. films. <laughs> hey, Harrison, That's I, fine. every day I regret that we have a, a, a six- <laughs> an out of six rating system. We can change it. No, we can't. We can't. We literally cannot. This this podcast we can retcon cannot. It. <laughs> this podcast cannot suffer any more lack of structure. I I say we go to five stars, but no, you can give that's zero. Worse. So it's basically like six. Uh no, I disagree. You can give one through five or zero. One through five or zero. That's still six. That's gonna confuse all of our fans. You're at seven I think all three of our fans are probably gonna be okay with it. So, Elita, <laughs> and, um... Whoever the other two of you are, we love you. Elita's husband and Elita's cat. It was Hugh Jackman, but now he's like, you know what, guys? No. <laughs> Hugh Jackman, let me just... Podcast. Hold on. Let me just speak to you directly, Hugh Jackman. Yes. I think that you did a fantastic job creating an entire series that's supposed to be about the X-Men around yourself. Congratulations. Well... Your time is up. Whoa! Wow! Man, you always be threatening people up in here. Now that's why we had to move to. We Alaska. have to look forward to X Men Phoenix, yes. which is likely going to kill everyone again. Another apocalyptic X Men film. X Men Three Three. X Men Three Three. Jean Grey is boring. I just want a movie about Nightcrawler and Storm falling. In Jean Grey is not boring if we finally get a good Jean Grey. <laughs> Michael, you didn't look up Storm Nightcrawler oh, fan fiction yeah, or whatever yeah. I, I said I wanted. I want a, I want a fucking, finally, I want Rogue. Like, yes. real Rogue, not Rogue Anna Paquin Rogue. Oh, calm down on Anna Paquin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want little baby child Rogue who steals Kitty Pride's story. I want Rogue's story. Okay. A rogue I want story. Kitty Pride back, Ellen Page. I want both of them. And Gambit. I don't I care Gambit, about, no one cares about Gambit. I love Gambit. Can, Can you do a Gambit voice for me, please, Harrison? No, I can't. Oh. I don't. <laughs> the risk is huge. It's a gambit. 
Oh. God damn it, Michael. Yeah, also, yeah. whoever played Gambit's voice in the cartoon series of the 90s needs to be cast as Gambit. That was, uh, right. it was, it was Jackman, actually. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is going to be a hard one to score, because like I said, it's not like I hate this film. Because you can't go below zero. So and how I, are we oh, right. Okay, it? so are we officially going from zero to five now? Why not? Let's retcon. Okay, we're retconning in the spirit our previous in, score in the system spirit of six. About of all these dumb franchises uh, that we all buy I'm into. I'm gonna puke all over this floor. Hugh <laughs> <laughs> Jackman. Okay. Um. Well, see now it's hard because we can't do a half score. Oh my God! Let's stay with six. <laughs> <laughs> we're retconning our retcon. It's okay. just like X Men Three God. Part Two. Don't worry, Alita's cats. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to learn a new system of ratings. Um, okay. Anyway, I would give this film three out of six. Okay, fifty percent. Okay. Fifty percent because I there were a lot of things about it I liked. Would I watch it again? Sure, probably. Would I maybe fast forward through some parts? Yeah, probably. So three out of six. Just to get to the quicksilver part. Just to get to the quicksilver part. Basically, really anything with the young X Men in it. I'm mm -hmm. just fast forwarding through all yeah. the, everything else. You know what would be great? A, an X-Men film about the X-Men. Hi. <laughs> all right, Harrison, what is yours? My score, oh my god. Okay, so before I score this film, this is what I'll say. I do like the young X-Men cast a lot. I wish there are more of them represented, aside from the ones that were featured. I think that they fucked up Archangel yet again. I think that I can't forgive Apocalypse for being so terrible of a villain because he's supposed to be all-powerful. I have an ooze. I have an ooze. <laughs> I am glad that Wolverine was in it for the amount of time he was because I felt like it was appropriate. Uh, I'm so tired of Magneto's origin story. I don't give a fuck about Magneto anymore. Wow! <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Professor X. I don't give a fuck about Magneto's why they- Magneto's a Holocaust survivor. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Mystique and why she's all of a sudden the main character of the movie. So I'm gonna give this two out of six stars. All right. The two redeeming qualities being what the movie is supposed to be about, <laughs> the team called X-Men. All right, I found <laughs> Oh, can we? Uh, What's up? Um, Ask your questions away, Michael. What's I your rating? Say, I, I What's your rating? I can't give a rating because I was asleep. But I wanna say that the two guys who play Magneto and Professor X, they are awesome, though, I think. I think they like do a great the job. Of yeah, I'm not discrediting yeah. their acting at they, all. And all the actors are good. Yeah, all I, the I, acting I, is good. You know, I, I think, and I, well, and <laughs> despite everything we've, we've discussed, I do I do like me some Hugh Jackman. And uh, so what I'm going to say is Logan gets a six out of six for me. <laughs> <laughs> six okay, out of six. Okay, I can agree with that. Um, we'll review Logan at some point. Logan's I just need six. time. <laughs> uh, but this movie, I don't know, because I, cause I, I slept so much. But I do think that... Uh, what is the guy's name that plays Magneto? Why can't I remember his name? Right? Michael uh, Fassbender? No, Michael Fassbender. wait, yeah, that is his name. <laughs> terrific, <laughs> terrific voice. I was going to say it's voice. James McAvoy, that's the other one. Terrific. And they're both great, they're both great, but Michael Fassbender has a terrific voice. Storm and, is fucking uh, cool in this movie, we didn't talk about she's Storm. Cool. Psylocke, I did terrible actor. Olivia Munn is a terrible actress. I don't. Olivia Munn was in this movie, I didn't even know she was in the movie. <laughs> she was, was Psylocke, who was a forgettable I'm character. I'm looking at my own fan art, because um, you're all a bunch of jerks. 
Psylocke um, is supposed to be amazing, and she should have been this movie. Did, did now, now, not to like harp on Magneto's origin, but did, wasn't he supposed to get his own origin film at some point? Wasn't yes. that going to happen? And thankfully, yeah. they retconned that, or they decided not to do it after. Because I, I mean, like, I X-Men love Origins Wolverine. This is Harrison. This is the picture for our Instagram post. Oh my God, What's that's going beautiful. On oh my it's God. Storm and Nightcrawler wow. about to smooch. Oh, he's saying to her, he's like, "You got too much pain to be that." Frowny or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, um, Kayla no, I is telling Man Storm to just smile right now. I just <laughs> smile. Um, I love Magneto, but I. I don't know. I got nothing else to say, I guess. That's classy. I like that. That's good. Okay, we're all classy. Okay. Someone take I think the we mic. should, take we the should mic. take this take away the with all of us doing the X Men theme. Here it goes. Fuck you, Jackman, it's Wolverine. <laughs>